Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Christian Parenting. Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting and hosted by my mom, Monica Swanson. On the Boy Mom Podcast, it is our goal to provide you with practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can find show notes for the podcast over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. We're so glad you're here. I had grown up going to church three times a week. My family owns a Christian bookstore. I had access to every ounce of knowledge you could imagine, and I didn't engage with it. And so what happened was when I read through the Bible the first time, it was hard because I was seeing things about God that no one had ever told me about. And that's going to happen to you when you read through the Bible for the first time, if you haven't read it yet. There are going to be things that you're like, why did no one tell me this? And so what happens is if you are getting the word in your children's ears right now, they will never have a reason to say that later because they're going to start hearing it when they're two. It's never too early to start getting the Bible in your child's ears. Well, aloha friends. Hope everybody is doing great. You are just listening to the voice of Tara Lee Cobble. And if you're not familiar with Tara Lee TLC, we call her yet, then I have such a treat for you. But then again, if you are familiar with Tara Lee, then it may be even a bigger treat because you probably, like me, are a huge fan already. Tara Lee Cobble is the host of the Bible Recap Podcast, which I believe in the first two years had over 42 million downloads. You guys, that is a lot of people listening. And for good reason, what Tara Lee is doing is so awesome. And I am personally over the moon because she put it all in a book and it came out last November. It's called The Bible Recap. And I think it sold out immediately. So I just got my copy over the holidays, but now I'm buying it for everyone that I love. It's just like the best. It's everything I've dreamed of for my Bible studies. So I'm not going to try to tell you too much about it here. I'm going to let Tara Lee tell you about it, but I'm just so thankful that she was able to take the time to join me for this conversation. I think you're going to really get a lot out of it. 
I especially am excited to encourage the moms who have reached out to me and said, you know, you're really looking for ways to help your sons grow up with a love for the Word of God. And how can we do that better as parents? What are some tools we can use? Well, Tara Lee and I talk about that, and I think you'll be encouraged by what Tara Lee has to say about that. Okay, now before we dive into that conversation, I also want to make sure that you check show notes for something special that's coming up in a couple weeks. Now, this is especially for those of you who have reached out to me over time, and I know it's not everyone, but if it's not you, maybe you know someone this is for. But I am pointing people to a resource. It is an online community called Hope Writers. Now, Hope Writers is for all those people out there who feel like maybe you're a writer. Maybe somewhere deep down, you have a story to share, a message to share. Maybe you used to write and kind of put it on the shelf when kids came along. But Hope Writers is a community that if I had 10 years ago, it would have been a game changer. These 10 years would have looked very different. And this lonely journey of figuring out how to write and blog and become an author would have been so different. So for anyone who's interested in writing, whatever stage of the process you're in, Hope Writers will walk with you through bringing you to where you want to be from wherever you are to where you want to be. And it's a huge community, so many resources, teachings, a private Facebook community. So over in show notes, I'm going to have a link where you can explore, find out more about Hope Writers. The doors will open from January 25th to the 29th. And there's going to be a link as well if you want to connect with someone who can walk you through it, kind of help you figure out if Hope Writers is a good fit for you. So Be sure to check show notes for that link. I'll be sharing more about it next week as well, but don't put it off. Click on the link and check out Hope Writers if that's something you're interested in. Okay, guys, I'm so excited to share this conversation with you. So without further ado, I'm going to dive in and let you listen to Tara Lee Cobble and I talk about the Bible Recap, a one-year guide to reading and understanding the entire Bible. You're going to love Tara Lee's personality, and I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, Tara Lee Cobble, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled about it. I am so excited. I'm I'm trying not to fangirl too much because you're kind of a big deal in <laughs> my home right about now. Because oh, I'll tell boy. you what. Yeah, because we just are wrapping up a really great Christmas season and I got some sweet gifts from family members. But, you know, my favorite gift I got this year was something I got for myself. (laughs) And that's always the way. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, if people ask me about my Christmas, the first thing I talk about is the Bible recap one year guide to reading and understanding the entire Bible. And I've like been buying it for everybody. Everyone I talk to, I'm like, no, you need it too. I'll order it for you. And I'm like, I can't afford this anymore. I'm ordering copies every day. So before we dive in and talk about that, can you introduce yourself to anyone who might not know about you? Sure. Um, I'm Tara Lee Cobble. I uh, live in Dallas, Texas in a box in the sky. And um, I don't have, I'm not a mom. I'm sorry to say. Actually, I'm not sorry to say that. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. grateful with how God, what God has, the hand God has dealt me. But yes. I just hope your listeners aren't disappointed that I'm a non mom. No, way. no um, way. I don't even have any pets. <laughs> I'm very unskilled at caring for anything um, and keeping other things alive. But I do have two thriving plants beside me. Ooh, um, that's impressive. Yeah, I have to tell you, one of my favorite things. This is. I don't know that I've ever mentioned this on a podcast before, but when I was a kid, one thing I always wanted for my parents was a palm tree. But we lived in Appalachia, mm. like in East Tennessee, Ooh. in the foothills mm. of the mountains. Wow. 
And palm trees don't grow there. And so I, as I'm imagining you in the, you know, the (laughs) the North shores of Oahu or uh, like Maui, right? No, Oahu, you're right. Oahu, okay. Yes. Yep. Um, I'm picturing you just surrounded by palm trees, and I have this little baby palm tree on my desk right now. Oh, so yeah. Sort of, I'm pretending that we're hanging out. <laughs> Absolutely. We are. Yeah. I love it. Okay, and then more about you and how, what, what all you do. I, um, I also am in full-time ministry, so I spend my days as a Bible teacher. I started a ministry called D Group, which stands for Discipleship Group. And we have weekly discipleship and Bible study groups that meet online, in homes, and we even have church partnerships with, with churches around the world. And so I've been doing that for about 12 years now. And um, out of that was born the Bible Recap, which you mentioned, which mm-hmm. is a podcast to help people read through the Bible in a year, but not just read it. I want to help people understand it and love it because I... Like I've been in full-time ministry my adult life, and I was a few years into full-time ministry and my whole life since age four into uh, being a Christian Mm. and hadn't read through the whole Bible and Mm -hmm. had tried and failed many times. So I just want to come alongside other people and help them. So whether that's (sighs) the D group or whether that's through the Bible Recap podcast or the Bible Recap book, that's what brings me joy in life. Mm. Yes, and brings so many others joy. So I can't wait to dive in and talk a little more. And I do love that, you know, your your life and mine probably looks so different. But I just have to say, I, I suppose it's the grass is always greener thing. Because most of us moms, I'm guessing most that listen, will say that we have these occasional fantasies. <laughs> Like living in some swanky condo up in the sky. It's not with, swanky, I gotta tell you. <laughs> no, let um, me but... let me imagine. I like to just picture it Envision in my mind. Marble staircase. Yes, I've got a, I've got quite a vision here with no pets because truly, as we record, I'm like, you know, my kids probably aren't going to interrupt today, but my dog might. So, with no pets and no children, and um, a couple plants, that that sounds kind of dreamy to me. Many a day, so just let us kind of go there with you for a moment and appreciate. Sure. Imagine me having the perfect life. I'll take it. <laughs> Yes. The only place that's ever going to exist is in your imagination. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, I'll take it. Okay. So uh, I take a while sometimes to find things that other people have known about for years. And your podcast is one of them. I think I blame my country life living here on the island. And yeah, I do have, I do have a lot of green around me. We're out truly in the country, but I just discovered your podcast sometime in the last year and have become such a fast fan. Mm. And then when I heard about the book coming out, now, when did the book release? Election day, November 3rd. Oh, well, we'll <laughs> never forget. Feels it. Like, it feels like two years ago. <laughs> I know it. And so can you just give us a little bit of the background, how uh, the Bible Recap podcast started? Uh, you mentioned a little bit about your background, but Walk us through that and then how the book came to be as well. Yeah, I'll give you the the 30,000 foot view and then you can just, you know, ask any questions sure. about that that you want me to dive in deeper on. Um, awesome. I, as I mentioned, had been a Christian since I was around the age of four, grew up in a Christian home, uh, went into full-time ministry, went into part-time ministry in college, then full-time ministry after college and encountered a pastor uh, who asked me at one point after I had had spoken at an event and I was also doing music uh, as a, at that time. So I had done some mm. music and some speaking. And he asked me if I'd ever read through the Bible the whole way. And I was like, I'm 
pretty sure I've pieced it together over the years. Like I've been in church since I was three times a week since yeah. I was a baby. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, I think you should start today and read the whole thing and read it in mm -hmm. order. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And I'll be honest, Monica, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I, but I wanted to want to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I had just tried and failed so many times. Yeah. So he said, and when you say in order, you're talking chronologically. Chronologically, right? yeah. Ooh, which is not how the yes. Bible's laid out. The Bible's no. laid out like a library. And, and I've never done it before. Right. So I yeah. love this. Yeah. So it so he suggested that I read it like the story that, that God has written for us um in chronological order. And so I started and read through and um the first time I read through, the only reason I made it through, I, I can be a fairly disciplined person um, just by nature. That's sort of the nature God has given me. So I didn't have as much of a problem with what I was, with the act of doing it. What I had a problem with was the act of understanding it a lot. Mm -hmm. So I yes. was taking notes on things that I struggled with and then mm -hmm. I would take those questions to him and he would help me walk mm -hmm. through it. Oh, I love that. So the only reason I really finished was... Because I had somebody as a guide who had walked mm. that path many times before. Yep. Yep. So after I had done it eight or nine times, I walked another friend through it. And she said, the only reason I am able to do this is because you walked through this with me. And I was like, Anna only did it because I walked with her. I only did it because Lee walked with me. How could I create this tool for so many people out there who don't have someone like Lee in their lives, who has read through oh the Bible God. so many times, who's willing to answer the, the questions and things like that? So I yes. decided to create this podcast to answer the questions, explain the things, uh, give different perspectives. And that's how the Bible Recap podcast was born. And then the book is the book version of the podcast. Yep. Yep. Uh, which I just love because I, as much as I enjoy podcasts, I love having it in written form. And I'm just mm -hmm. going to tell you that this is like that thing. And I don't even know if I can put this into words because I am truly that, that excited about it, but it's like the thing that I've always wanted, but didn't even know could be. It's, it's almost <laughs> like, because I used to say like, I feel like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm reading through the old Testament again. And don't understand a lot of it, but, you know, kind of wanting to check it off the list. Right. And I thought either I should go to seminary or get a stack of commentaries to help me out. And now my husband's been a believer all of his life. He's way smarter than I am. And so I could bring him questions and we'd dig in together. But really, as far as like a daily reading plan, I would just kind of skim over things that I didn't understand. And I thought, wow, I, I've, I'm envious of those people who've been to Bible school or who have all that resources, you know, that they need to understand this. And I guess I'll just never understand it. And that's why when I heard that you are putting all of this into the book, I was like, oh, this is like, <laughs> this is everything I need. And the beautiful part of it is that you do it so well. I mean, truly, I can't imagine it being done better where there is such a beautiful summary. You don't try to get too deep into things that aren't important. You keep it on the, the most important things that help it to become more relevant and understandable. And then you put the God shot at the end of each, which is really kind of making it applicable, right? Is that what you would say the God shot is? Practical? Yeah, I would say, well, what's interesting is... Um, I, if you were asking me, those are the, ex those are not the words I would use, but okay. they, they do. I mean, that, that, I'm not correcting you. I'm just saying, uh, because you said applicable and the word that I was trying yeah. to steer clear of is application. But right. the thing is, it's so true as it applies to 
our relationship mm-hmm. with God. So it yes. absolutely yes. is what you said absolutely is right. Mm-hmm. But the reason I steer clear of that verbiage is because I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know how long your listeners have been in church or been believers or whatever, but so many of the tools that we use end with some sort of application point. Yes. Yes. So let me Today talk, do this. Or, to, mm, yeah. Let me yeah. talk to you moms out there who have a pile of laundry that isn't folded. Your kitchen is going to take two hours to clean. You're suddenly having to homeschool your children. You have so many to-dos already in your life and everything that surrounds you makes you feel like a failure. The last thing that that I want to do when you come before the living God who tells us that the work required of us is finished in Christ on the cross, everything that he requires of you, he has accomplished for you. That's what I want you to leave your day remembering is who God is and not something that you need to learn to do. And it's funny because when we started the idea for the God shot, which is basically like your snapshot of God and his character in that day, I realized that I needed to teach people how to do that a little better. So we tweaked some of the episodes because what was happening was people were posting on Instagram or sending us messages and saying like, my God shot today was that I need to be nicer to my kids. And I was <laughs> like, like, no, no, this isn't what- <laughs> that's, that's oh, your you shot. <laughs> totally, your God totally. shot is the great kindness of the living God has been poured out and extended to you, a sinner, and you are accepted and adopted and loved and delighted in. And because he has extended his kindness to you, then you will begin mm-hmm. to extend that to others. As you yeah. like acknowledge and praise him for that all the more, mm-hmm. you're going to become mm-hmm. like him, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like just, just through the work of his spirit in you. Absolutely. Uh, And that's where, you know, I'm really just starting to walk through this. And I can see where my brain has been trained by all those years of the application. So I'm excited to kind of be transformed by this different approach. (laughs) Truly. I hope you didn't. I I wasn't, in no way was I being like, you're wrong, Monica. And let me tell you, but like, even if you were, it's okay. (laughs) Well, but the word the word application, you know, we think of it as yes, our to do, but right? we, do, we, we do. we apply these truths to mm-hmm. our relationship with God, it really mm-hmm. is transformative. Yes. So, and I've already picked up on the ending of each one because you always wrap up with he's where the joy is. And that's, that's really, right. that's the application, right? I mean, mm-hmm. just know him and the rest is the yeah. natural process. Mm. Yep. Oh, I love it. So good. Okay. Well, I want to talk more about this, but first I need a little more background about D group and are there D groups in Hawaii? Like, tell me how far these go. I don't know. Well, then Um, I'll do my research. I'll do my research. I'll I'll find out. I know we have been in Hawaii. I don't know if we currently are because we start new D groups every six weeks. So our map is always changing, but you can always check the map. Uh, It's mydgroup.org forward slash map. And that will tell you and show you where we are. And for people who want a D group, but there's not one anywhere near them, they can either start one. All they need is one other person. Mm-hmm. Or you can join an online D group. So there are yeah. almost certainly Hawaiians who are yeah. in D group, even if it's an online Absolutely. D group that's not on the map. I was going to say in this last year, probably a lot of groups have gone online who weren't necessarily before. Is that right? 100%. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what makes D group unique? Like, what is the heart of it? <laughs> We've been called the CrossFit of Bible studies. Um, <laughs> oh, I like it. It is, it is truly distinct from a community group or um, just a home group in, in that our focus is the Word of God. So, uh, our core values number one core value is scripture as roots. 
So we are here and our mission is to study and know the living God. And everything we do is built around the word of God and knowledge of him and love for him. And then core value number two, so scripture as roots, and then core value number two is community as fruit. So we believe community happens best as a byproduct of being on mission together. Because if you are there to pursue community, guess what? You're going to bail the first time your feelings get hurt. You're going to bail if somebody like, you know, talks to you about maybe some blind spots in your life. Or if the cool person that you really like leaves, then you're out. And so what we found is that people of different age groups, of different ethnicities, of different lifestyles, you know, you may have the the person who is just on food stamps, barely making ends meet. And the person who is has six homes, all in the mm-hmm. same community group, all in the same D group together. So good. And we get to share life together and build these relationships with people who are so unlike us, apart from the fact sure. that they're our sisters in Christ or our brothers in Christ for the men's D groups. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what really makes D group unique is it's just, it's focus is on studying the word of God, which is totally different it. than reading the word of God. Not totally yes. different, but very but, yeah. different than reading mm-hmm. the word of God. Both are important. But, yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. I love that. I'm, I'm going to look into things. So do sounds, it. Sounds fantastic. Yes. Now, because I'm all fired up here about the Bible recap book, I I would love to talk a little bit more about it. And then also for the moms who reach out to me, I want to touch a little bit on, you know, how, how this can help us as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, just to clarify, because again, you know, probably a lot of people have heard of this, follow your podcast, but we're, we're looking at a chronological walk through the Bible. It's a big, it's a thick book. This thing's hefty, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's covering about what, three to four chapters a day uh-huh. chronologically. And that's where you give a little summary and then the God shot, right? That's what the book is. Yes. And it's two pages of reading a day. So when you look at two it and you pages. see it's 750 pages and it weighs three pounds, it's intimidating, but your reading is two pages a day. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And you're reading and in the it's Bible. Such good reading. Yes, thank you. Your reading in the Bible is like twelve minutes a day, and then you do the the podcast is like eight minutes a day if you choose to do that, or the book is two pages. So in twenty minutes a day, which is roughly one percent of your day, you can transform the whole other ninety nine percent of your day and your totally. heart. Yes, totally. And now because I'm I'm just starting the book from the very beginning, I've gone back and found you because your podcast, you've got a couple of years of covering the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. And so what I've done is I scroll back and find what I read that morning in the Bible recap book. And then I listen to it and and it's been kind of cool to see that you do cover some of the same stuff, but you throw some things into the podcast that aren't in the book as well, right? So it's not identical. Right. The the book is roughly um I, we would I would estimate that it's about 40 to 50% of the podcast content okay. on average. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in the podcast where it's like m- my personality comes out a little more. Yes, and yes. in some ways it's harder for that to translate in the written form. Yes, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, so like- I'm a I writer like, who does that. I, I write very conversationally, which yes. is great on some levels, but my editor is always like, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, roughly the same content. We The podcast in book form is what we call the book. And a lot of people, so far, it seems since the book came out, a lot of people are using them together. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So good. And I was in the car with my folks who spend the winter here in Hawaii and um, we were listening to your podcast together. And my mom was like, you know what? She talks really fast, but in 
it's in a way that you can understand her, which I thought was a huge compliment. She's like, I really drone out when people talk too slow. <laughs> and yeah, so she's got a really nice rhythm to her Aww. speaking. And yet it's really understandable. So that was a big compliment that's, coming oh, from Oh, that's so yeah. kind. Well, <laughs> I listen to myself on 1.5 X. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a big speed adjuster on podcasts. I love uh-huh. that function. It's so helpful. Yeah. Isn't it helpful? Mm-hmm. I love it. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this conversation and I just want to take a quick second to thank this episode's sponsor, which is The Good Book Company. Now, if you missed it, be sure to go back and check out last week's episode where I interviewed Carl Lafferton. Carl is the best-selling author of the children's book, The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. And he just came out with his new book, which I'm sure will be a bestseller as well. It's called The God Contest. And this is the story about Elijah and the prophets of Baal and their contest up on the top of Mount Carmel. And it is such a great way to to teach our kids about the one true God. I think you're going to love it. It's beautifully illustrated and just such a great book. And if you go over to thegoodbook.com, there are free lesson plans and coloring pages that go with the God contest. So again, go over to thegoodbook.com, check it out. Also check out all their other books as well. I appreciate their sponsorship and I hope you love both of Carl Lafferton's books. Okay, now we'll get back to today's conversation. You are not a mom, but you spend plenty of time with friends who have kids. I want you to help us moms have some hope and some encouragement. How can we, you know, especially the moms who have young kids right now and they're like, they want a game plan. They want to help their little ones learn to love and understand God's word. Do you have any advice Yes. Uh, And so I I have a few ideas in my head anyway, so I'll just throw them at you. Please Um, do. Yeah. The first is I want to encourage you that it's never too early for your children to start reading the Bible. And Mm. one of the great things that we have in the world today, your people are listening to a podcast, so they have access to the internet and they're audio people. They engage with audio. And so I don't know, maybe not, maybe people don't know, you can have the Bible app read to you. Yes. So all those intimidating words that are hard to pronounce and the things that you get hung up on, the Bible app will read it to you. They read in in various versions, and maybe not all versions, but lots of versions. They will read it to you. And that's an incredible way for you to just have the Bible in your child's life. And one reason why I think that's important, you know, I get several people who say, do you have the Bible recap for kids? And I say, Mm -hmm. yes. And it's called the Bible recap. (laughs) That's it. You know, I have a five-star review from a 10-year-old on Apple iTunes who's like, I've learned so much through this reading plan. (laughs) Yay. I love it. That's adorable. I love it so much. But people's children are doing this alongside them. And the reason I think that's so crucial, ladies, is because I had grown up going to church three times a week. My family owns a Christian bookstore. I had access to every ounce of knowledge you could imagine, and I didn't engage with it. And so what happened was when I read through the Bible the first time, Mm. it was hard Mm -hmm. because I was seeing things about God that no one had ever told me about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's going to happen to you when you read through the Bible for the first time, if you haven't read it yet. Um, There are going to be things that you're like, why did no one tell me this? Or how was I so misled about this thing? And so what happens is if you are getting the word in your children's ears right now, they will never have a reason to say that later. They will never say, why did my parents never tell me this? Why did our pastor never preach on this? Why did I never hear about this until I was 25? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're going to start so, hearing it when they're two. Yes. And so um, I would say it's never too early to start getting the Bible in your child's ears. The Hebrew boys would have the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, memorized by the time they were 12. <laughs> oh, that's so intimidating. You know? <laughs> so if 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 12-year-olds can memorize the whole first five books of the Bible, like yeah. just pick it up and look at that right. and like put yeah. your fingers around it and see how much that is. That's a lot. Your child is capable of more than you think they are. Yes, they are. I, I agree in so many ways with that. Yeah. I think they, they can understand more than we think they can, and, mm-hmm. and they're ready for more than we think they are. So, And I'll I say this. That. I just feel impressed to say this. Even children with learning disabilities, even children that you can't tell that they are even connecting at all with you or anything around them, if they won't even make eye contact with you, you have no idea what the living God who built their brains can do in their minds and hearts. Mm, Play the Bible around them. Yeah, so good. Oh, thank you. I love that so much. That's super encouraging. And and I know for me, just with my excitement to be doing this every morning, this is going to just give me the tools to then also just talk about it and answer the questions that come up that I before would have just said, oh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that <laughs> I don't really understand, right? Or ask yeah. your dad or... Right. Uh, so I just love that the more we understand as moms, the more we're mm-hmm. able to pass that on to our kids. Oh, so. absolutely. The best thing you can do for your child is let them watch you love the Lord. Hundred mm, percent. Yes. And one Amen. of my one of our staff members, she was like, "Don't forget to mention this." Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was the president of a homeschooling association, and we this year just she has six children um, that she homeschools and um, also works twenty hours a week for us somehow amidst all that. And she said uh, the the discussion guide and the study guide that we have built out for the Bible recap. The study guide's like five questions a day. And then the discussion guide is about 10 questions a week. And the study guide, the daily study guide is like more study questions, teaching you how to study the Bible and what to look for. Okay. And and where can people find these two guides? um, Thebiblerecap.com in our store. We have both. We have them for the New Testament and then we have them for the whole Bible. And um, she said, this is excellent homeschool curriculum. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. (laughs) And then the discussion guide is a great option for if there are, you know, if the husband and wife are doing the Bible recap together or if a a wife and child or husband and child or whatever, then the discussion guide gives you these 10 questions that are more personal reflection to, to dig into what's happening in your heart surrounding these texts. Oh my so, goodness, this is so good. Where have you been all my life? I love, <laughs> I'm so glad you did this. Oh, I love thanks. it. That's how I spent my 2020 was uh, yeah, <laughs> working wow. on these books. <laughs> I love it. And then I was starting to, I hope this is okay with you. I started just writing notes in my Bible recap book. Yeah. And then I realized you also have an actual journal, right? We is do have a journal. Yeah. Yes. So now I know I have to order that too. So here we go. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we have, we have lots of options for you. I never want people to feel burdened by needing to get those things. We just want to put tools in people's hands, things that I can love help tools. Them. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to link to all of them in the show notes so everyone can find yeah, what thanks. works best for them. And okay. Before we wrap up, I would love it if you had talked to us about the three mistakes that you talk about people making when they're trying to read scripture, because these really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, so the first mistake and the one that I think we're all prone to just, we live in you know, we live in skin. So we're going to all be 
anchored to this selfish flesh is we look for ourselves. And that may mean looking for how you can please God. So you might think that's about God, but that's can still, a lot of times still be about you or what I did because I, praise the Lord, I had parents who just consistently reminded me that I am already have all the approval that the Lord has mm-hmm. to possibly offer me because I am, I have the righteousness of Christ. So I'm approved because of his works, not mine. Yes. Yes. And so fortunately I had that, but, but I, where I struggled in my flesh was that I wanted to know my to-do list so I could get what I wanted from God. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, if I put in my obedience, then you're going to give me the husband I desire. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it didn't work that way. Like it's not, (laughs) it's not quite so transactional. Um, Yes. um, There's like, look, God, you're noticing that I'm doing what you're saying, right? Why aren't you delivering on your end of the deal? Oh, so common though. Right. So common. Yes. So uh, instead of reading the Bible to look for ourselves, reading the Bible to look for the Lord, his character, who he is, what he loves, what he hates. And that's why we end each day with the God shot and not the application point was we're teaching it, it, but it takes a long time to rewire your heart to look for something besides your to-do list and what's required of you. Mm. Okay. That Um, is my goal for 2021 right there. There you go. Hey, the journal is going to help you because at the end of Mm. each day in the journal, it's like, what's your God shot? And so every day you have that reminder of like, where did I look for God? (laughs) Before you even come and listen to the podcast, you've had that in your own Bible reading and journaling time. Second mistake was I was plucking things out of context. And I didn't, some of this I didn't realize until I had read through the Bible uh, the first time. And I was like, hey, some of those verses that I was quoting as yeah. encouragement are actually <laughs> totally. not. Yes. Um, and I was like, <laughs> uh oh. Like, um, there's a verse in Habakkuk that a lot of people are posting today around the world that's like, behold, I'm doing a thing in your day that no one would believe, even if you were told. And that thing is raising up the Chaldeans, their enemy, to destroy them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So oh. uh, it's like that word of encouragement. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And so <laughs> I just thought of how many times as a public person in full-time ministry, had I stood on a stage and said something oh. wrong? Sure. Sure. Um, so oh. for me, you know, your role as a parent is a different leadership role. It is, it's a different role, but it's all those things that you were saying to your children about what scripture says and who God is, they will remember them. So you want to make sure you're delivering the right information about who God is. Amen. So taking things out of context and not reading the Bible as it was intended to be read, snatching at promises to make them mine when, you know, Mm -hmm. anyway. Uh, And then the third mistake was demanding all the answers right away. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh. I would get frustrated when I was like, I don't understand why God did this. And I would want to give up because God seemed mean or I was disappointed in him. And I felt frustrated by his actions and I needed him to explain himself to me. And at one point, a friend of mine was like, listen, how long have you been a Christian? And Mm. how many years did you not read the Bible all the way through and see who God was? You've spent all this time not trying to get to know him. Be patient with him as he reveals Mm. himself to you. And they encouraged me to lean in because the other, the good stuff is on the other side of that struggle. So the times when I wanted to back away because I was like, I don't understand. And I'm done with this guy. I found that if I would just be patient, some of the questions you have in Leviticus aren't answered until Hebrews. And that's about eight months later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
That's huge. So patience. Yeah. Being, being a learner. I mean, it's really approaching the word of God with humility and, and just allowing him to teach us through his word and not trying to, and, and I think that is so closely tied to the second one, at least for me, where I just might open the word because I want a quick, quick way to respond to something. I want a quick Mm, direction, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And so sometimes that patience is so hard, but so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. I guess if I can ask one more question, because I did, this really stood out to me when I heard you talking about um, the distinction about scripture being either descriptive or prescriptive. And Mm -hmm. and that's a a really important distinction. I would love for you to touch on that and then I'll let you go. (laughs) Um, So this was huge for me when someone pointed it out to me that often when we see things being done in scripture, especially by the people of God, we might look at that and be like, hey, why is it okay for David to have, you know, so many wives? I don't understand why that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, that's not being prescribed to you and, and told to you as like, go ye and do likewise. That's mm-hmm. just being described yes. as what actually happened. And so just because David is a man after God's own heart does not mean he doesn't sin. I mean, whoa, whoa does he right. sin? Yes, yes. God does not just put a stamp of approval on everything God on everything David does. But what we see as we follow that storyline and we read these descriptions of David and his life is that the character of God is revealed to us by the fact that we see David's sin and that God still pardons him, that mm. he is still uh, adopted into the family of God. And so what you're looking for is not, hey, uh, is it okay for David to have these wives or not? I need to know so I can know whether I can marry 20 women. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. who is God? Who is God in this story? And there's a difference between God describing that something happened and telling people what to do. And another place that we sort of, we see this is, you know, early on in in the reading plan, in day four, we jump over to Job and Job has some friends who have a lot of advice for him, and some of it is bad, and some of it is good. And all of this advice is recorded in God's word, but you don't want to snatch up the bad advice and clip it out and be like, it's the word of God. Like, it's God quoting a guy who doesn't know the truth. (laughs) So you Mm -hmm. don't want to pull that in there and use that. So descriptive versus prescriptive is something to always keep in mind when you're reading. Oh, that is so helpful. So important. And I think all of these things just make it that much more interesting and fascinating to read the word of God. If anybody's gotten in that habit of, you know, sometimes doing the daily devotions as a checklist and just kind of skimming over it and saying you did it. Well, I think that the more I follow you, listen to your podcast and now have the book in front of me, it just turns my daily time with God into just such an exciting adventure. Mm. So I love that, Monica. Thank you enough. Oh, hundred percent. I, I hope to make it to Texas and hug you in real life. So (laughs) I appreciate it so much. I am seriously, people are like, she won't quit talking about this book. So it is with all sincerity that I hope everyone listening can get their hands on your book. And um, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to encourage us. I mean, the more moms are in the word of God, the more likely your kids are going to fall in love with the word of God and Mm -hmm. the more tools we have to teach them. And people ask me so often about my own sons and um, 
you know, I just love seeing my 21 year old. He literally walked in the other morning after doing his own time with God and just hugged his Bible to his chest. And he goes, I love the Bible so (laughs) much. And I was like, I love that. I could just die and go to heaven right now. That's like (laughs) so great. Oh my goodness. That's so great. That's my prayer for every mom. But um, I just wish you such a great... Do you get to take a little break now? Because this was a really consuming project. Tell me what your 2021 looks like. I worked on six books in 2020, and I am working on uh, a couple of books in 2021. And so still some books, you know, I'm writing a Bible study for Lifeway um, called He's Where the Joy Is. And the Perfect. subtitle is Getting to Know the Captivating God of the Trinity. So it's a Bible yes. study on the Trinity. And I'm yes. so excited about it. Oh, so excited. I am too now. Awesome. Yeah. So I can't that wait. Comes out, that comes out in August of 2021. So. Oh, well, thank you. Have a wonderful year. And thanks for taking time to be with us. You too, Monica. And God bless all you boy moms out there. God has given you, you a very important assignment. And so I'm uh, saying a blessing over all of you today. Mm, thanks. Aloha. Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed that conversation. And isn't she just awesome? How can someone be so smart and yet so much fun to talk to? I don't know. But Tara Lee and I talked about a lot of different resources and guides, and I will be linking to all of those in show notes. So be sure to go over to monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. Look for episode 89. All right. And again, from the opening where I mentioned it, we've got Hope Writers opening from January 25th to 29th. So if you feel like you might have the gift of writing, if you feel like God is calling you to share some of your own story in one way or another, be sure to grab the link so you can find out more about Hope Writers as well. Okay, guys, thanks so much for being here. So excited for all the different episodes I have planned ahead, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Until next time, aloha. Aloha.